COVID-19 quarantine plug here. I'm really sad that we didn't start the podcast with um, like a a tag from Tiger King because <laughs> she's always like, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. We're going to say. So I kind of want to start our podcast. And we're going like to say, that, hey, all you, know. you cool cats and nasal breathers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to edit it that way. Uh, you guys, Kimmy's trying to convince me to watch Tiger King. So, like, I need you guys to, like, give me a reason why. <laughs> I don't know if I can be woke with uh, Tiger King. <laughs> woke. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. As you guys know, we are the Munch Bunch. Myself, Megan Van Noy, dental hygienist and myofunctional therapist with my co-host, the awesome Kimi Nishimoto, and also a dental hygienist and myofunctional therapist. And today we are going to jump in and talk with you guys about another big factor that we people find us for uh, when they start looking for myofunctional therapists, um, and that is mouth breathing, and then also how to clear your nose so then you can become a nasal breather. So we're going to talk all tips, tricks, why mouth breathing matters, why we want you to be nasal breathing, and how to help you guys get there. So Kimmy, why don't you get this ball rolling and talk with us about why mouth breathing is bad for us, why we all want to be nasal breathers, and uh, get us started. All right. So when we breathe through our mouth, we are breathing unfiltered air. When we breathe through our nose, it cleans it, it filters it, and it does all the work, and our tonsils are the last thing that catch all the other bad stuff. When we breathe through our mouth, we're bypassing all that cleaning process, and we're just breathing in unclean air. Um, So that can cause allergies to be worse. Um, It can cause tonsil inflammation, so you might be more prone to sore throat, scratchy throat, Um, maybe some acid reflux, and it's going to cause a low tongue posture, which we know is really important with our sleep and our breathing, um, as well as our jaw development. Someone like myself, who was a (laughs) mouth breather, uh, is going to have a long, narrow face um, instead of being like that Angelina Jolie, that jawline for days, that really strong square jawline they're going to have an ovally face mm-hmm. you're gonna end up looking like me kids don't do it <laughs> yeah or like sarah jessica parker's got kind of that long face that people will she tend to does. point out mm-hmm. she does that's a good point point. Mm-hmm. and i was watching this show today called jericho and he is a epic mouth breather <laughs> his lips are always apart and it's driving me crazy i don't know if i can get through the season <laughs> do you like st- stand at the screen and like try and pinch his lips together when you're watching? <laughs> I should. Use the force. <laughs> Sir, hello. <laughs> Close your mouth. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, also a part of sleep disordered breathing because when we have sleep disordered breathing, we're not getting enough oxygen flow. And so, we will start to breathe with our mouth and then our tongue will fall back 
into our throat and collapse that airflow and we either stop breathing or it's just distress breathing. Um, and as a hygienist and Megan, I'm sure that you would, you know, back me up on this. Mm -hmm. Someone who mouth breathes, we can tell right away. We look at your teeth and the gums are puffy. Mm -hmm. They're red. They're shiny in the front. Um, they bleed when we probe them. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's especially the outside part of the gum, like where you would see when you smile, we call that the buckle surface. That part is usually a major tip off for me as a hygienist and as therapist that that person is mouth breathing, whether they know it or not. Um, some people only mouth breathe when they're sleeping. Some people it's a mixture. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, if I had a dollar for every time I was looking in somebody's mouth and they don't have, you know, they either have a lot of plaque or they don't have a lot of plaque and they will tell me like, I just don't know why my gums bleed so much. I'm always here. You know, I just can't seem to stop it. One of the first questions I ask them is, do you know if you breathe through your nose or through your mouth? And do you know if it's during the day or through the night? And like, honestly, if I had a dollar for every time, like Kimmy and I would be living in Bora Bora, like just not here, but like drinking some Mai Tais. I want to do that. <laughs> we might go do that anyways, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you see that? Like, it's a bad thing. <laughs> um, kids that mouth breathe too, their lips are apart. And so they're more likely to get plaque stuck on the front of their teeth. Mm -hmm. So I've had parents that'll say like, I have them brush their teeth twice a day and I know they do a good job, but they always have this like yellow teeth from the plaque and the food will stain it as well. So it can change colors. Like a lot of times kids, they'll do mouthwash mm -hmm. and it, the mouthwash will stick to that plaque and it'll turn it like a pink or yeah. a bluish color. Uh, that's usually a pretty good tip off that they don't have their lips together because the lips are self-cleaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or even like parents will brush their kids teeth or like, okay, well I took over, you know, thinking my kid's a bad brusher. And like, every time I come see you, my kid has multiple cavities they have, or, mm -hmm. you know, they have gingivitis, you know, their gums are bleeding or like the, the plaque that doesn't want to scrape off. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's a huge, you know, a huge issue. A lot of times too, you guys like bad breath comes a lot from mouth breathing. So dry mouth, bad breath, um, you know, all of those types of things that kind of fall under our dental hygiene, you know, hat. Uh, and that's part of why as dental hygienists that we make such good myofunctional therapists is because we're able to connect those dots and we see that every day. Mm -hmm. Back to the bad breath issue. Um, <laughs> some, some breath Woof. is from the tongue because mm -hmm. there's all these little crevices on the tongue. And I find that a lot of bad breath is coming from the tonsils. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The tonsils get inflamed when we mouth breathe and have allergies, post-nasal drip. They swell up and they have all these little pockets in them. And if anyone has ever had a tonsil stone or uh, what else do they call that? What's the other word for the tonsil stone, Megan? Like the pus pockets? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. We grew up calling them stink pellets. Yeah, that would be really accurate. Yeah, like the little white spots, <laughs> like the little white spots that you get that you're like, is this strep throat or is this something else? And like, yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh. It does not smell good. No. Yep. 
Breathe through your nose, kids. You won't get and it. And adults, please. Adults. Too. And adults. <laughs> yeah, everybody gets them. But if you have really big tonsils, you're pretty high risk to get those. Mm-hmm. Basically, what it is is rotten food stuck in your tonsil. Mm, delicious. I hope you guys aren't eating yes. dinner right now. <laughs> <laughs> Put your snacks down, people. Oh. Put your snacks down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Megan. Take us away on nose breathing. Yeah. So if you don't want bad breath and smelly tonsils, uh, (laughs) then we need to find another avenue for how you should be breathing. And Kimmy touched on this and it was like, Kimmy, that was such a great introduction uh, to the benefits of nasal breathing. So when we breathe through our nose, our body's natural filtration system takes that oxygen, it warms, it processes, it moistens, it brings that like nice, great air into your body it works together to create nitric oxide, which helps fend off viruses and helps to like get into your like positive immune system, helps oxygenate your blood and taking that blood to your brain. And just every like piece of nasal breathing benefits your body. Like there's just no other way to even say it. So, um, you know, that's really why nasal breathing is so important. One of my like favorite facts, you know, a little fun fact here, Kimmy, is when you breathe through your mouth, it takes your body six days to work out any of those allergens, toxins, and like get that process and like get rid of it from your body. When you breathe. Mm -hmm. So however, when you breathe through your nose, it takes 15 minutes. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Like the difference (laughs) is so crazy in that. And part of that's, you know, obviously, because our bodies are designed to work a certain way. And so if you think about that chronic mouth breather, or like those chronic allergies, you know, if you're constantly breathing through your mouth, then you're just adding days and days and days and days and days before your body can get that all that stuff out of there before like you start feeling better. Whereas if you can breathe through your nose, you know, 95 to 100% of the time, 24-7, all of a sudden, your allergies aren't going to be as bad. Your asthma is not going to be as bad. And, uh, you know, there's some really great, you know, reading material out there um, that I have, like, read and I've recommended to my patients. Uh, one of the, like, breathing methods that we talk about that we love um, is Buteco breathing. Another is the Wim Hof breathing. We're going to learn lots more about those kind of in functional breathing in our next episode. There's a little plug for you guys. We've got a really, really great instructor. We'll tell you about him at the end. Um, But some great books, some great reading material that you guys can look at uh, would be Close Your Mouth by Patrick McCown. He is amazing. He's kind of like the guy for Buteco breathing. He also wrote The Oxygen Advantage and has some really great training and just like great, great, great knowledge for nasal breathing and its advantages and all of the science behind it. Now, if you like hate reading and you're like, that's the worst, why would you suggest that to me? Don't worry, you guys. He also has some really great TED Talks. (laughs) So you can look him up on YouTube and he's got a great YouTube channel. Again, Patrick McCown, he's this awesome like Irish guy. He's got a great accent. You're going to love him. Uh, How do you spell that? Uh, capital M, little C, capital K, E O W N. And like awesome. Patrick is spelled like it's usually spelled, you guys. So, uh, 
Um, you know, so, you know, all that's great. Like, sweet, Megan and Kimmy, you told us to breathe through my nose. Like, great. But however, my nose is always stuffed up or like, I can't do it. So like, what am I supposed to do? Well, A, a an evaluation with a myofunctional therapist who can help lead you through that process. Uh, but, you know, before you even get there or just some, we want to give you guys some tips today, something that we can do a little like, you know, just to get you started on your journey. And one thing, kind of the first thing is being able to like blow your nose effectively. If, you, if any of you guys have kiddos um, or like a lot of times I work with teenagers and they have a really hard time like blowing like the snot out of their nose. So, more, you know, little kids, sometimes it's like that, like learning mechanism of how to do it teenagers and a lot of times my teenagers like they just think it's gross or it sounds gross and like I'm with you like just go in the other room or go in the bathroom if you feel that way but um it's really or they're self-conscious self-conscious like this little turtle was <laughs> as a teenager yeah yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah I was definitely self-conscious too I'd be like can I go to the bathroom and then like just go like into like the bathroom to like blow my nose so um you know you really have to be able to physically clear out your nose to be able to breathe through it. So we understand that, we know that, we've struggled with it. I, uh, you know, Kimmy's already shared a little bit. I always had terrible seasonal allergies um, from like about like, kind of like teenage years. And then over the past couple of years, they've gotten significantly less and improved since I've become a nasal breather, which is awesome because I would eat allergy like medicine, like it was candy, like 24 hour medication. 24 hour medication. No, I'm taking that every 12. Like, <laughs> don't sign me up for that. Um, so, you know, the one thing is really to like encourage your kids or your teenagers to blow their nose, blow it with some force, put a little oomph in it, you know, encourage them to not be self-conscious. Or the other thing is clearing their nose by like sniffing in, which again, is not like everybody's favorite to like, and bring that, you know, the stuff that's in your nose into your body, but somehow you have to clear out those nostrils. So uh, there's a really great exercise that I give to my patients. There's like some YouTube videos on how to do it, um, but I'm gonna take you guys through the steps right now so you have it, so you can try it. Um, and, you know, you can like always rewind and re-listen to be able to do this at home. So. The first thing that you want to do for, I call this breathing exercise, unblocking your nose. I know, super clever. Um, but, <laughs> you know, the first thing you really want to do is be in a seated position to where you're comfortable, feet flat on the floor. Ideally, your, you know, knees 90 degrees, good posture, right? So you're opening up your body. And what you're going to do is the first step is you're going to take three normal sized breaths inhaling and exhaling naturally. So breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. And on that third exhale, you're going to want to hold your breath. So this part tends to be hard for me to hold my breath. So usually I'll like actually like pinch my nose, keep my lips together and actually pinch my nose to be able to hold my breath. You don't have to, but like I find that I need to. Um, and then what you're going to do is you're going to hold your breath. So step kind of three here is going to hold your breath long enough to feel oxygen uh, deprived so that you really feel that hunger for air. Like you're like, man, I need to breathe. So then 
once you feel that hunger for air, step four is you're going to be keeping your mouth closed. You're going to allow yourself to inhale and make sure you only breathe air through your nose. So when you're really stuffed up, you got to really go for it. You got to really like take that big sniff in like you're smelling something super delicious. And you make sure you're only breathing through the air through your nose. You keep your lips together. And this is, you know, this is all keeping, you know, while you're nasal breathing. It may be difficult or may sound gross if your nose is congested, but keep breathing through your nose until your breathing becomes normal. So once you start this exercise, your mouth should not open again. Okay, it's all through the nasal breathing. And then what you want to do, depending on how stuffed up you are, you want to repeat this exercise, you know, three to five times as needed, multiple times a day. Um, Kimmy, do you want to add anything to that? But no. I do this other one that I might jump in there. Yeah, please. where if I'm real congested, I'll kind of like, make a pig nose, like lift my finger up. And then do the nose clearing because sometimes I'm so stuffed up and I have so much swelling that I can't get enough airflow to do the nasal clearing. Gotcha, gotcha. So I might just like jump in there as like my little tip. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's how you unblock your nose the good old-fashioned way. Um, And Kimmy's got some other really great over-the-counter products available to to help you get your nose open enough to feel comfortable. So Kimmy's used a lot of this stuff, guys. So she's really our expert on this. I've used all the mouth tapes in the world. (laughs) So (laughs) when we talk about that, I'll give you guys all my pros and cons. But then Kimmy, Kimmy's our like nasal breather, nose opener girl. So take us, take us away to those different over the counter products, Kimmy, and tell us a little bit about that. Yes, I will. I have one more point to make on the nose breathing. Mm -hmm. The more you use your nose, because of nitric oxide, the special gas your nose produces, the easier it gets to breathe with your nose because it will open up and dilate more. Yeah. Also, our nose takes turns working. Sometimes the right side is on duty. Sometimes the left side. So for me right now, my left side's on duty. So when I tried to do that exercise with my right, it was slurpy and disgusting (laughs) (laughs) so if you're like oh my gosh my one side is so bad maybe it's just not on duty right now just so you know I love it all right all the -the over-the-counter products that I have tried (laughs) and Kimmy tell us why you've had to try these products so you've kind of mentioned like your deviated septum or one side tends to be stuffier than the other Mm mm-hmm So, yes, I have a deviated septum. I have a high palate, which means that my nose cavity is small and, and, um, basically the palate is up in the nose space. So the nose doesn't have a lot of room. Mm. So if you have a deviated septum or if you have nose breathing issues, likely have a high palate. So that's the main ones for me, as well as like a lifelong uh, allergies. My mom said I had allergies around the age of four is when oh, they started. Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't discover any of these things until I was in my late twenties. Um, and I started them just for like snoring. Cause you know, people would complain about me <laughs> in hotel rooms. Um, so the most common one right now is the breathe right strips. Yeah. I, 
I personally, they don't work well for me because my nose is constricted at the nostril. Mm. But these work really well if your nose is constricted up near the bridge, kind of like that bumpy part of the nose. Mm -hmm. Um, And what it is, is it's like a piece of tape that has uh, some plastic in there and it sticks to your nose and kind of pulls up. So it gives you more airflow through those turbinates, which are the little bones inside the nostril. Mm -hmm. Um, They're really cheap. Uh, They're about $16 for the extra strength ones. I think the extra strength work better. It has more rigidity, so it pulls up more on the skin so you can get more airflow. Tried the generic ones. Um, They're about $11. They don't stick as well. They fall off in the night sometimes, and they don't pull up as well, so they're not as strong. Uh, My favorite one right now is Mute, M-U-T-E. They're nasal dilators. Um, They have a starter pack that's $12 for the assorted size so you can figure out what size you are. Um, It comes in small, extra, small, medium, large. I'm a 5'7 woman, so I wear a medium, and that works really well for me. What it is, is it's like two little rings with a, it almost looks like a septum ring. Like, you know, girls wear those septum rings under their nose. Mm-hmm. It looks like that, but there's these two little uh, hollow, small, round pieces that prop your nostrils open. Mm. I, I find it to be really comfortable. They're the number one things that I recommend because they stay in all night long. They never fall out on me. Um, but once you know what size you are, they're $21 for a three pack. You can buy them on Amazon. Uh, as of right now, that's the only place I've been able to find them. Breathe Right Ships you can get, um, on Amazon or in any grocery store. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's similar ones to Mute, uh, Pro Air or Air Max. They're $14. It's a similar concept, but where you have something up inside of your nostrils that help to like prop them open and just kind of stretches that cartilage. Um, These ones I didn't like as well because they're a little bit bigger and it's hard plastic and you're supposed to kind of mold them to your nostril shape. I'm like convinced I ate one to be honest because <laughs> I never found it. <laughs> Why am I not even surprised? <laughs> it disappeared in the night and I have cleaned and vacuumed and washed my sheets and like checked under the bed. I have never found it. So that's why I'm convinced I ate it. Oh my gosh. I love and hate that at the same time. <laughs> uh, those are $14. Uh, try them. I'm not a fan. I think they're a little bit too big. Um, then there's the nasal dilators. These ones, in theory, are awesome. And they're super comfortable when you go to bed. But the shape of them is not great. It's just like two little round silicone uh, tubes that you put in your nose. Kind of like a cannula when you're in the hospital, but a little thicker. Mm. And they prop your nostrils open like you got little piggy nose um these ones they feel really good they're soft they're silicone but your nose has mucus in it and it gets warm and they just slide out in the night and then you're kind of back to where you started Mm -hmm. um they also come in basket form which is like hard plastic 
that was incredibly uncomfortable, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, that doesn't sound very comfortable. Yeah, because you have these little tiny bones in your nose. Like, if you were to pick your nose right now, you'd feel this little hard bone in the center where that septum is, the cartilage in the very middle. It's really tender tissue in there, so I didn't like those baskets. But they are a cheap option. The silicone ones are $15 for an 8-pack, and the baskets are $8 for an 8-pack. Again, not a fan. Um, So those are for, like, physically pulling up the cartilage, pulling out the nostrils to give you more airflow. The other things that have worked well for me is nose spray as well as those other things. Mm-hmm. So I use Flonase. Um, I've used Flonase for about 10 years now, maybe 11, 11 years. Um, it's worked well for me. I know that there's like controversy on if you should use Flonase and not. But for me, I don't get any sore throat. I've never had a problem. I don't have any holes in my septum, which is a common myth about it. Hmm. Um it's $12 for a bottle, and you can get it at Target or online. Or Kirkland has those mega packs, which are five packs for $28. Or you can just try the generic store one, which is called Fluticazone, mm-hmm. and that is $11 a bottle. Um, again, for me, it's worked really well. I've also tried Nasacort, which gave me sore throats. Mm. I didn't like it. Um, and it had a bad taste. And I use that decongestant spray for when you have severe cold. Uh, spoiler alert on that one. It, you'll get addicted to it and you can't breathe without it. Oh, so fun. you're not supposed to use that one for more than three days. So Afrin or those severe congestion sprays, those are only meant for when you have a nasty cold and you can only use them for three days maximum. No, oh. just FYI. <laughs> yeah. Found that out the hard way. Yeah, that sounds terrible. (laughs) And in the holistic, natural airway world, the really popular one right now is Clear. Yeah. It's spelled X-L-E-A-R. That one is $10 to $12. You can buy it online. You're not going to be able to find that in a store. Basically what that is is it's a xylitol spray. It's supposed to moisturize your nose and open up the air passage for some people, a lot of people, it works really well and it's very natural and safe. Um, I haven't heard any negative side effects for me. It did. It wasn't strong enough. I couldn't get enough airflow with it. Megan, have you tried it? I haven't tried that one. Um, what are the other like kind of like naturopath ones that I know of too, is like, um, sprays that use like, uh, like grapefruit seed, uh, extract oh. so that's another yeah that's another that. one but um i haven't tried or sp- go ahead or or spray yeah. mm-hmm. this is another xylitol spray mm-hmm. again spray didn't work for me either. yeah so you know if you're looking for kind of a natural to like start any that have like uh like the grapefruit seed extract in them i've heard i've heard good things about you know the clear or clear however you want to I don't know how you're supposed to say it when it starts the next, but I think it's clear. Okay. Well then they should probably spell it that way, but whatever, <laughs> whatever. Uh, that's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, I haven't had to go to nasal sprays in a lot, a lot of years. So 
my thing back in like my high school days when my I was like mouth breathing at night and my allergies are really bad. I did like Flonase, but high school for me was like a handful of years ago. So, <laughs> uh, you know, they've done they've done some more research and stuff now. So, um, yeah, but it's like you said, Kimmy, like a lot of these sprays have to be used short term. You got to find some better long term options. Yeah, I think a lot of it is due to the palate, to be honest, mm-hmm. like the anatomical issues. Like for me, I know it's because I have a deviated septum, mm-hmm. but it's because my palate is high right. and narrow. So once I address my bone, I won't need those sprays yeah. anymore. That's going to be more of the root right. cause. But until then, you got to get, you get yourself um, to be able to nasal breathe somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Have you had much experience with the neti pot or the neti spray bottle? No. Those, you guys, those things freak me out. I know people love oh, them. Okay. I know people swear by them. I've recommended them to patients because, like, people again, people swear by them. But, um, you know, and I know a lot of people and patients or just, like, friends or people that I know who are, like, neti pot fanatics. Like, they love them. Like, they're, like, let's go neti pot only forever. Um so maybe you're not the best person to talk about this and I should. Yeah, no, no, it. you take it because like my, my, my <laughs> eyes are actually watering from talking about it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, you go. All right. you go. <laughs> Ma- Megan is a uh, neti phobic here. Yes. <laughs> We're making up new terms. All right. I use the neti spray bottle um, because I'm prone to sinus infections and ear infections. Because of all my myofunctional disorders. Mm-hmm. They're getting better as the years go <laughs> Get by. <it> girl. <laughs> so um, the neti pot is, it looks like a little plastic teapot. You put the saline rinse in there and you fill it with warm distilled water. And you put it in your nostril, lean over the sink. It goes up one nostril and out the other. For me, because I have a terrible nose. No, I noticed that the neti pot didn't work for me because it's so congested up there. Basically, your nostrils connect up at the very, very top. But if it's full of mucus or inflamed, it the neti pot won't go up and over the other side. So I'd put it in. The water would get stuck. My eyes like watering. It was just gross. So I discovered the neti bottle. Or the Neil Med bottle, spelled like Neil Med, um, and that's a little squirt bottle where you just gently squirt it, and it gives it enough umph that it can go up and over that uh, inflamed side, or if it's full of mucus, it can kind of blow it out. That has been wonderful for me. Make sure that you breathe with your mouth while you're doing that, just so the water doesn't go down the wrong pipe, um, and just stay calm. It's gonna be okay. I found when I do it in the shower, it's a lot less disgusting because you don't have to make eye contact with your mucus. So helpful tip there. Um, and it's less messy that way too. There's, uh, those are about $20. You can get them in the store or online. There's automatic ones, which I feel like is slightly unnecessary. But I mean, if you want that it's like the water pick for your nose and it's 80 to 120 dollars online again i don't think it's necessary the water bottle works great 
Um, I have heard that you must use boiled oh. water or distilled water because some people were just using tap water and they got all sorts of weird, scary things. So there's weird stuff that lives in our tap water. So boil it or just use store-bought distilled water. Um, I, I've heard like bacteria can get to your brain or uh, amoebas, hmm. which freaked me out because <laughs> somebody was like, I'll just use tap water. Yeah, there's always, there's always somebody so, who ruins it for everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is free. Right. <laughs> so now I boil it and then I let it cool down enough where I can use it mm-hmm. safely. Um, there you go. So that is all the over-the-counter products. There's a little bit of just trial and error, just seeing what works for you. I love Mute. Mute is the best thing that's ever happened to me. So I tell everyone to try it. <laughs> Certain people that have like really prominent nose bones, it will make it sore mm, in okay. there. Uh, so they like the Breathe Right yeah. strip. You do get used to the Mute. It, you'll kind of get like a little thickened skin there eventually and it doesn't mm, hurt mm-hmm. anymore. Power through it. But if you can't and you just really hate it, then just go breathe right strip. Yeah. Yeah. I, a lot of times too, like if I have patients who, you know, struggle with like, like you can be deviated septums or like reasons why they can't breathe through your nose. Um, I'll, a lot of times we'll have them breathe right strip and use their mouth tape. So I'll have them, you know, kind of double whammy and do both versus just going mm-hmm. straight into the mouth tape. So, you know, that's a, that's a mm-hmm. big, big piece of it. Um, you know, and as we were kind of talking about, this and um you know Patrick McCown actually recently just posted something about um you know a study that's going around right now okay you guys we all know right now like we're gonna like right now we're talking a lot about COVID-19 coronavirus and like how it spreads um aerosols is a big way that it spreads which is why like we talk so much about nasal breathing and how important nasal breathing is not only does it fight off viruses but it helps you from spreading it to other people Um, and one of the big things that, you know, recently was posted is that, um, talking like there's a Belgian Dutch study talking about like why you shouldn't run, walk or bike close to some, like behind somebody because they're like all breathing through their mouth and they're just like, all that's like coming back behind Mm. you. Um, you know, so obviously I, I mean, at all times, keep a greater distance from mouth breathers, like even when like. COVID-19 is not rampant, just like keep a greater distance. Um, But what's really interesting is he had said, he just just posted like 42% greater water loss from mouth breathing. So when you're exercising Mm -hmm. or when you're out and about, like there, you have that increased 42% of like water loss from your mouth breathing. So, you know, breathe through your nose, man. Like, that's all I got. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I love that. I didn't really, I never made yeah. that connection, not just about like not getting COVID-19 from mm-hmm. nose breathing, but also not spreading it because yeah. we're all probably mm-hmm. going to get it. Or some version of it. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, but not spreading it to other people because a lot of it mm-hmm. is sputum. Like I know that I tend to gleek and yeah, we all, sputum. Oh, we all- do gross things when I'm talking. I'll have that so. like history teacher or math teacher who you're like, no, I'm not sitting in the front row because they're going to spit on me. <laughs> yeah, the yes. Duck. Yes. You know, 
And, you know, that is true, you know, like, this is not like a plug about like coronavirus or anything like that. But, you know, we're talking about like protecting ourselves. And, you know, a lot of people are like, well, sometimes we wear masks, not just to protect ourselves, but to protect other people. And that's really where your lip seal and your nasal breathing can come in and Mm, really be protective. So, you know, that's all that's like, all I'm going to say about that besides like, wash your hands, you guys, no matter like, I don't care what's going on in the world. Or like what year it is. So like wash your hands. All right, Megan. What else do we need to know? Gosh, you know, I feel like we've really covered everything, which has been awesome. Uh, you know, it's you know, we talked about how mouth mouth breathing's bad for us. And it's not, you know, not just from like an unattractive standpoint. And it really it is from a health standpoint. Like there's so many like things that connect back to mouth breathing. You know, people who mouth breathe a lot of times will have issues like beyond like beyond what you would have even expected. So, you know, a lot of times mouth breathing and ADD or ADHD are connected. Um, you know, people who tend to breathe through their nose are better athletes and better performers. Um, you know, people who breathe through their mouth, obviously, we talked about the asthma, we talked about the allergies. And there's just there's so many, you know, so many things mouth breathing can lead to high blood pressure, it can lead to stroke, it can lead to sleep apnea, upper airway resistance, it can lead to snoring. I mean, the list goes on and on. And you know, a lot of this we talked about in our first episode, too. But it's really important to know the links that mouth breathing connects into. So, um, you know, sometimes we kind of call it like the breath connection. It also, I mean, gosh, I have it like I, I have a huge list here, like bladder problems, IBS, gastric reflux, gut problems, um, you know, nightmares, disturbed sleep, insomnia, um, asthma, hay fever, sinusitis, COPD, breathlessness, eczema, uh, itchy skin, Uh, You know, we already talked about like the exercise recovery, muscle spasms, sport, you know, sports performance. Kimmy like talked about gum disease, uh, crooked teeth, the jaw development, you know, poor concentration, low energy, depression, panic attacks, stress, anxiety. Uh, I have a lot of a lot of my patients come to me with a lot of stress and anxiety issues. And by the time they're finished with myofunctional therapy, they will see a huge decrease in that. So like if you have a lot of anxiety, check and see if you're a mouth breather. Um, you know, right now, again, you know, while we're all self-quarantined, it's 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 hard sometimes to stay positive and it's hard not to like curl up on your couch or like not kind of go down some of those rabbit holes, especially if you're quarantining alone like myself. Um, and so you may start to notice some of those, you know, symptoms and really learning how to nasal breathe and invest in your health can be huge for so many like areas of your life. So we really want to encourage you guys, you know, whether it's you start to, you know, learn some of the stuff at home, watching YouTube videos, or you want to take it one step further into myofunctional therapy, you, you guys are always welcome to reach out to us. That's like part of why we did this podcast was to give you guys resources um, you know, through us or through other myofunctional therapists. So, um, you know, I guess quick reminder, you know, you can contact us via our websites, 
via our emails, which is in like, you know, the written portion of this, but also, you know, Kimmy is mouth muscle memory at outlook.com. <laughs> and then mine is Megan at orofacial-myology.com. And of course you can find us on our websites, you know, right now, cause we're so new and our podcast is so early. We like highly encourage stalkers. So you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. Um, you know, wherever you do your best stalking, feel free to find us. Uh, <laughs> what else, Kimmy? Is that, do you got anything else? Anything you want to add? I just went on like a total like tangent. <laughs> no, it's I all good. It. I think that's it. I think that's it. I, cause like that was frustrating for me. It's like, I would always tell patients in the chair before I knew anything like, well, I can see that you're breathing with your mouth. So maybe you should yeah. breathe with your nose. And they're like, um, lady, I can't. Yeah, like, it's up. <laughs> so that was like super important to me. Like, get this out there. This is how you do it. This is mm-hmm. how you clear your nose. These mm-hmm. are some good products that I have spent a good penny and a lot of weird nights <laughs> trying out for y'all. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be our mouth tape conversation for me. <laughs> we all have our things, yeah. you guys. We all have our things. Uh, I'm super excited for yes. next week. Uh, we're interviewing a very special, well-known guest. I would say he's famous, but maybe it's just like airway famous, which is yeah. just as exciting to me. It's like meeting Taylor Swift. But uh, his name is Dr. Dan Hansen mm-hmm. from Australia. And Megan, do you want to just give a yeah. brief? So you, if you intro. guys are into accents and you guys don't like ours, you can like just tune in to listen to Dan. Um, and yeah, so like Kimmy said, he's Australian based. He's an orthodontist. He's a pediatric dentist. Um, he does a ton of training all over the world. He works with like he has a training program called Smile Focus. He works with a team at uh, Munchie like Kimmy and I do. Um, he was like recently in Japan training and he is certified in Buteco breathing. And then he is in the process with certification in, um, what's called Wim Hof. Mm-hmm. And Kimmy and I have no idea what Wim Hof breathing is you guys. So we're all going to be learning stuff together. And, um, he's just a wealth of knowledge. He's so stinking smart. He's just going to like blow all your minds. He's going to blow our minds. And we're super, super excited. He's going to talk to us about functional breathing. So he's going to kind of take what we just talked about today to the next level. And we're super, super excited. We're going to be fangirling like crazy. And you guys are just going to have to put up with us because, you know, it's our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. Tune in for Australian accent of a really smart human. Yep. And that's coming Mm -hmm. up next week. Yes. We love it. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for Mm -hmm. joining everyone. We appreciate you. Subscribe. Check us out on YouTube and share with your friends and our website. Breathers. (laughs) (laughs) Send us your children. Perfect. We'll see you soon. All right. Thanks.